0: Hey, what's up everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you for joining us. Podcast number 400. Man, that's crazy. 400. Thank you for being a part of this and for sharing the podcast and for all the um, times you've reached out and everything and uh, excited to be here with you Uh, for this podcast, for this uh, milestone podcast. You know, episode number 500, I've decided we're getting someone famous. I don't know who, but somebody famous for episode 500. (laughs) But for episode 400, you got me. And uh, I want to talk about, uh, I've made a list of things that I wish I knew when I was younger. You know, I know we have all sorts of age groups on here, but I'm 34. And there's some things that I wish I knew when I was 15 and 16 and 18 and 21 and 24 and so I want to give you my, my, uh, my top seven. Besides things like buy Bitcoin, right? That would be <laughs> near the top of the list. Hey, when you're 19, go ahead and buy Bitcoin. That ship has sailed. I mean, you can still buy it, but not at $4 a Bitcoin. All right. So number one, and let me dive right in here. Number one thing I knew, when I, well, I wish I knew when I was younger. I wish someone told me when I was younger. Number one, stop listening to that garbage. <laughs> I th- in my teenage years, I was probably 13 when I found my way into secular music into hip hop, listened to started with Lauren Hill and then Jay-Z. and really, I think my brother and I started watching MTV's TRL, Total Request Live at probably like 13 and 15 and started listening to you know, g- uh, garbage music. But I didn't really realize how much it would impact me. I, did, I didn't realize that the eyes and the ears are the gateway to the soul. And so that as you put that stuff inside you, it changes the way you act. You you can't listen to music repetitively, and it have not affect who you are as a person. And so I wish someone had told me and it sat me down and explained how important was it was to keep my ears pure. I remember the one time I was in a, it was a point in my life where I was listening to um System of a down. Uh, I mean, not like a lot, but, you know, um, listening to him. And I remember my brother was in Bible school. Tim was in Bible school. So I must have been probably 15 and he was 17. And I remember him hearing the music and just saying, you know, Ryan, if if you keep listening to that music, the Lord won't be able to use you, which I thought was kind of harsh, but it, but it resonated with me. Because I knew, you know, I knew all along that it wasn't good. But that was really the thing that, that, um, made me start to make a change, to say I'm not. Because, you know, you'd get into a difficult situation, and then instead of thinking of scriptures, you'd be thinking of music. Instead of going something that helps you, you get angry because you've got this angry music on the inside of you. What you put on the inside of you when you're pressured will come out. So number one, stop listening to that garbage. Number two is stir up the gift. I wish someone had told me that victory and much, much of the victory that I needed was just on the other side of staying stirred up, you know, we know, pray in tongues, wake up. I'm not stirring up my faith, I'm stirring up my spirit. The Bible says, stir yourself up on your most holy faith by praying in the Holy Ghost. But I didn't realize that I was just living in the soulless realm. And that, you know, the music had a lot to contribute to that. But I, I wish someone had told me, you know, maybe I heard teaching and it just didn't, didn't click for me. But hey, if you if you're practical and you take 15 minutes in the morning and just pray in tongues, you'll be in a better mindset for the rest of the day cuz you'll stir your spirit man up. That's where your faith is. That's where the love is. That's where the joy is. If you if you find yourself being a a a, de- a down person, a depressed person, a heavy person, then you need to pray in tongues, sing in tongues, uh, pray in the understanding, pray scriptures. Much victory is on the other side of staying stirred up. I understand that now. But I wish I understand understood that then that that I uh, I pick the mood that I'm in, and I pick the to be in faith or not to be in faith by how stirred up I stay. I think most Christians would would maintain victory if they maintain the uh, uh, the being stirred up, keeping the gifts stirred up, speaking in tongues, p- keeping the gifts stirred up. Number three thing I wish someone had told me: stop spending money on fill in the blank, shoes, amazon.com. When I was, uh, started making money, it was, it was DVDs, CDs. Uh, it was Best Buy every week. You know, my first year I made my first year in sales, I made like 60 grand. And, um, I worked at that job for a year and a half and I made a hundred thousand dollars. And I had $13,000 in savings. Thank the Lord I had money in savings. But I was living at my mom's house. I paid half the mortgage. We split the bills. So I did have some expenses. But when I look back, man, where did, where did the rest of that money go? It didn't co- It didn't cost. You know, I gave a lot. I tithed. I gave. I, I was definitely a giver, so I don't regret that. But there was a lot of money that disappeared. And it went to restaurants. It went to paying for other people's food. It went to... DVDs, man, my DVD collection was on point. My, my my savings account. Thank the Lord there was something in there. But really, I wasn't set up for wasn't set up for that. So I wish someone had told me to stop spending so much money on uh, shoes, DVDs, video games, music, experiences. You know, it's fine to take a vacation and, and do that, but when it's day week in, week out that you're just spending money especially restaurants are a big deal, like learn to budget restaurants and learn to save, have a savings account. This is the priority list that I think is the, the, the best way to organize your money. Number one, tithe. You know, you take the tithe off the top 10%. Number two, bills. So you you, you, you then pay bills. And then I would say number three is giving outside of tithe. Because you, if you're, if you're making a thousand bucks a month and your bills are 800, you don't you don't give offerings maybe maybe someone does it different but the bills have to be paid so uh bills and then you give off of what's left so if you have $300 left then you say all right i'm going to mark aside this much for giving and then you save and then you spend for some people it's tithe tithe uh Bills slash spend. Oh, <laughs> well, I don't know if I can pay this bill, but let me go get those pair of shoes. Spending—if you haven't saved for the month, you're not allowed to spend. Uh, I'm not talking about food; that's a bill. But like, you can't buy—you shouldn't be buying things for yourselves and spending money on non-necessities. And please stop saying, "I'm I'm investing in these shoes. I'm investing in a new pair of shoes. I'm investing in this my money in this car." You're not investing unless you're buying a truck that's gonna help you get into landscaping. You're not investing. Shoes are not an investment. Buying a nice t-shirt or a nice dress shirt is not an investment. A house is an investment. Stop saying I'm investing when you're spending. Okay, let's move on. So those are the priorities. Number four, I wish someone told me, just suck it up and go exercise. You know, I exercise now. Many people know I, I put it on my Instagram, but I didn't when I was younger. And I thought I could go my whole life with that, with avoiding it. But you can't and you shouldn't because forming muscle is actually important for your skeleton. It's important for your growth. It's important for your health. I'm not saying that if you don't exercise, you can't be healthy when you're old. But I am saying that the healthiest people exercise. So put it in your schedule. Number five, you will find the right one. As far as a spouse goes, you will find the right one eventually. But for now, be the right one. This is the best advice I can give to a single person who's looking and praying. Pray, but be the right one. Ask yourself, wh- who, who do you need to be as a husband or as a wife? If you're, if you're a lady and you don't know how to cook, learn how to cook. I'm not trying to insult anybody. I'm just saying men want women that can cook. Men don't want women that know how to stop at a drive-thru and order pickup. It gets old very quickly order takeout. It gets old very quickly. Learn how to cook. Even if it's just a few things, you don't have to be a world-class chef. Know how to make noodles. Know how to cook rice well. Know how to make eggs in the morning. Know how to to cook chicken in the oven. And it tastes good. Now it comes out pale and bland. Know how to cook, learn, ask somebody, go online. You have so many resources now. You don't even have to buy a cookbook. But if you want to, buy a good cookbook, buy a good cook, Un- uncomplicated recipes, learn. Be the right one. If, if, if you're trying, man, I'm getting in trouble here. If you want to be married, women, wear makeup. Put makeup on your face. Look nice. You don't have to, you don't have to look, as people say, you don't have to look provocative. You know, to do bright red lipstick. But wear lipstick, wear makeup. Guys like women who make an effort. <laughs> Please, especially if you're gonna be. Never mind. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say anymore on that. Be the right one, gentlemen. Be the right one. What does the right one do? The right one doesn't text a bunch of girls. If if you're if the Lord brought your wife into your life today, how many girls phone numbers would you have to lose and, and text message relationships would you have to stop? stop stop now stop dating a bunch of girls by text message all right let's move on number six refuse to fear make a decision you have to do this at some point in your life but make a decision to refuse to fear don't let fear be a part of your vocabulary and don't let fear be a part of your life anytime fear tries to come fight it it's it's the number one enemy of your life fear the devil works by fear. You don't you don't act on fear. You fight against fear. You don't speak the voice of fear. You speak what you speak the scriptures that oppose the voice of fear. Refuse to fear. If there's something that you fear, go face it. If you're afraid of heights, go do what Pastor Rodney did. Find a, a building with a glass elevator and ride it up and down, up and down, up and down until you beat it. I'm not saying you need to go bungee jumping or skydiving, but face the fear. If there's something that grips you, fear of you, whatever it is, go face the fear. Number seven, be a person of praise. This is really what took me from being a glasses half empty person to a, a positive, uh, uh, things are looking up, outlook is good person, is deciding to be a person of praise. I wish I had done it when I was younger, but 2015, so only, you know, I was in my late 20s, maybe 2014. That I start hearing good teaching on praise? And I started listening to Sinach back then and, and, and decided that every day, no matter the outcome, you know, I was in sales at the time, I'm going to be a person of praise. I used to be a person who, who, who was a glasses half empty person. Not that I wasn't fun to be around, but just my outlook was when pressures of life would come, I would say, well, what's the worst that could happen? That's not what you're called to be. You're called to be a person of praise who praises God and, and the Lord fights your battles. The Lord is on your side. The Lord inhabits the praises of His people. I wish someone told me when I was seventeen to pray in tongues and praise and refuse to fear. I wish someone had instructed me that all it took was some effort on my part to stir myself up and to keep myself stirred up. Be a person of praise. So let the let, let the Lord, uh, let the Lord, let the Lord uh, use this to, as a reminder to keep you stirred up and keep you keep his praise pouring out of your mouth what about you what are things you wish someone had told you earlier i'd like to i'd like to hear from you on it on instagram if you want to message myself or my wife and say what are things you wish someone had told you earlier um i love you god bless you thanks for joining us if this podcast has helped you 400 episodes in if this podcast has helped you if you could share it on your social media that would be awesome um But happy 400th episode. Thanks for being a part of this. We love you. We'll see you next time.